0: Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to Peace of Chaos. This week, uh, my guest is Jenna Brister. She is a comedian, uh, writer, actress. She's just a really cool person. We have a great chat across a whole bunch of topics. I mean, we were fired up for some reason, I think just because we hadn't uh, caught up in a while. She was on the podcast last December, so about a year ago. So um, yeah, Jenna's super fun. We had a great conversation. We were all over the place, though. We really didn't finish any topic, unfortunately. So I think uh, hopefully we'll have a part two and and maybe we'll dig into some of these uh, topics a little more further. But, you know, who am I kidding? Probably not. Jenna's awesome. She'll be back on you know, as long as the podcast runs, she's awesome. She's a good friend of mine. Um, and uh, she's super fun. Check her out. Oh yeah. She also, also writes lifetime movies. She's had a couple of those made, which are, which is hilarious. Once you hear her talk, like, uh, so anyway, enjoy my talk with Jenna Brister.
2: The usual benchmarks for stuff don't exist anymore, right? right. Where it's like, Oh, Not
1: like if someone like, what did you do anything.
2: last May? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, What's what's May? What does it mean? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I think your show was the last one I did before the pandemic. Right? Wasn't that yeah. like one of those last it was, ones? It
1: was like March 9th or 10th. Yeah. yeah. That
2: was the last. Yeah, and that was it.
1: Have but you been out since?
2: A little bit. I just started.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Which, of course, you know, new material galore about how weird. It's been, <sighs> but have you? Have you? been out there performing
1: no um no I haven't and and I don't feel comfortable producing yet either I, I've been thinking about it a lot lately because yeah. I, don't, I don't know I don't know it's like I don't know am I still a, am I still a comic I don't can you know like I, I don't know
2: I I know what you mean because it's um le- I stopped leaving my house after dark yeah. and my pet loved it i loved being like oh i don't have to you know get dressed up and go anywhere and be on so yeah. i'm very used to not going out like i didn't miss it actually for the first year year yeah. and a half yeah, yeah i was like oh this is a great break but it is yeah. weird going back yeah it yeah it's weird seeing faces that was the yeah. weirdest thing because the show i did the first show i did um, it was masked off, thank goodness, because you have to be able to see them mm-hmm. smiling and be like, "ha ha." So
1: yeah, yeah, that was a
2: great
1: effect. Where did you do a clubs or like shows, outdoor shows or something?
2: Um, I've done uh, mixed okay. some outdoor shows at a golf course and then um, Westside in Santa Monica. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love Westside.
2: Yeah, it's a great club. It's so cool.
1: <sighs> I'm just I'm like measuring measuring risk, <laughs> risk reward. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's bizarre. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I think about like, I don't know. I don't, I, it's like a decade of, of work and to just stop is like, I mean, I was not pursuing it. Like, the, like many of our friends, uh, mm-hmm. like I, I'm fortunate or, or not to have another means uh, of supporting myself so it, I didn't have to do it I guess which yeah. made it all the more part of what I loved about it in 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 a weird way the stakes are different but um, I chose to do it which is kind of like the privilege of like well I'm not choosing to add this risk mm-hmm. right now it doesn't seem as but I don't know, man. Because yeah, now now everything's kind of just out there, open, kind of. Nobody's paying attention. Have you been to other states? Like <laughs> it's, oh, gosh, California. I haven't been mayhem. to
2: Florida yet, but um, <laughs> yeah. I I went to Washington. Okay, and they're pretty. You know, I guess maybe similar to here. Yeah, Most masks and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah. think it's it's similar to LA.
1: Yeah, but how about you? Have you traveled? Well, in July we went back east
2: mm-hmm.
1: when it when it seemed like the pandemic was like over. Yes, for a minute there, it was literally like a three week period, <laughs> and during that yeah. time, we we went back east, and I was like, I was freaking out because I was like, oh my god, there's nobody with masks anywhere. Like it's just, and I was like, well, all right, mm-hmm. and you know, we got through that. Um, I don't know this this latest variant kind of makes me think, come on. Like, how many times are we going to do this? And not because for any, like, money means or anything like that, I don't think, but just, like, this is going to be what what it is. Like, who cares what it's called? Like, what can we do at this point? Like, Mm -hmm. we thought it was isolated to one country. Turns out it's not. So shut down air travel, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, we really have to shut down all the air travel
2: everywhere
1: for, like, a month. Like, the whole planet.
2: And normalize it.
1: That's the only way we can stop it at this point. And nobody's, nobody's going to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't know. You just got to figure out this is this. We, we're never going back. I think is the way I've been thinking about it now is like, there's not going to be that return. Like this is, we just have to move forward with it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, And like keep the things that work. You know, like I'm yeah. loving that they're cleaning everything in public now. Like that was such a thing where, like, oh, we're gonna start hosing down the conveyor belts at the grocery store. I'm like, thank finally, yeah, guys, let's <laughs> let's do these public space cleanings, yeah. hand sanitizer everywhere. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I still like the social distance thing, you know, like in public, everyone's kind of more like yeah, aware of people's personal bubbles. I'm like, yeah. I'm in that,
1: yeah. But it's bizarre, man. I didn't think we'd still have to be talking about this this long. I know. I, know.
2: I wish I, I had saved up to get, like, I don't know, plastic surgery or something. You know what I mean? Like, this is the time if you're going to, like, change <laughs> your look or get your teeth all knocked out and redone. Like, now's the time. Um, but I I think you're right. There's no going back. Or is it, There's not, you know, to the like, old
1: world. Can you write about it anymore without it? Like Like, that's kind oh. of where... Like I'm like I think this is just part of our culture now.
2: The of the zeitgeist, yeah, Yeah, right. Like,
1: because I don't know. I mean, a year ago, you know, something we that was we were working on. Like, I'm like I don't. It's like it has to be rewritten. Like we were assuming we'd go back to this world that existed that we wrote about. mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know that you can if you're writing like things that are taking place in the world we're in
2: exactly with events like yeah. I wrote I, think, I haven't seen you because I think I was on an episode of your pod I think before my latest Hallmark movie shot which mm. is shot in Georgia because they were one of the first ones to open up filming
1: yeah we talked about it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and how they
2: cast uh, an actual couple as the leads right yeah right out with the quarantine yeah yep. and some of the only negative reviews of it hilarious where like the leads had no chemistry. And I was like, they're (laughs) dating in real life. That's so messed (laughs) up. But like watching it, because it's a wine country wedding movie. And so, but they only had, you know, 12 actors. So they're all, it's supposed to be like a huge, like the biggest set piece of the whole thing. And it's just 12 people spaced out. And I was like, oh, this would have been better shot after COVID. But you're right. When is that? Never. I don't know. What do we know?
1: Like, so, so much care is taken on the on movies and stuff to quarantine people and make sure everybody's okay to take their masks off to do their work right mm-hmm. but then you go out in the world at least in California yeah and everybody's got like that's not what the world looks like right now like I drop my daughter off at school and it's a high school full of kids wearing masks like I, I hate it like I literally am like I don't want to be in this world like this. This sucks. Like, yeah.
2: it's weird. Totally. It, it's glad to be back in school, at least physically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that part I think had to be done. And, and, you know, we now know that basically it's mostly okay if you're masked for the most part. Like the, I think on average they're having like, we get like three or four notices a week of positive tests, but that, you know, that's, yeah, you know, I feel like the, the sadly, I think that the, hopefully the worst part of this disease has ripped through the vulnerable now. Yeah. And that's our only chance of somewhat coming out of it is like, mm-hmm. all right, everybody has immunity-ish because you either got it or you got vaccinated, right? So yeah. mm-hmm. we're just going to roll with that. But yeah. I hope someday we think about it like the flu. Like I was never like afraid of the flu.
2: There. You get it and you survive it. Like, it sucks. Yeah. You know?
1: But. I used to joke, like, like I like a good flu every once in a while, you know? Catch up on TV, drop a few pounds, you know?
2: I totally like, agree. That's the only time I could ever binge shows. Yeah. Like, I watched Lost, Breaking Bad, because I had a terrible <laughs> flu. Yeah. <laughs> like, my abs have never been tighter with the stomach <laughs> flu. It's like, it's not the worst thing. But it is, yeah, it's, oh, it is so interesting because you're right. headed into even like winter now which of course in california that's not real it's so hot yeah. out today yeah. right yeah. like almost when the pool
1: fire season um, yeah.
2: yeah 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 oh yeah that was last winter right it was or two winters ago when it was like really bad
1: two november's ago was real bad yeah
2: that was the, the monster one the that's Woolsey,
1: right. the wolsey fire i think
2: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man.
1: Which when those are bad, it's actually gives you a break for a couple of years. Cause like, there's nothing left to burn. We had a really bad one up here in 2014
2: mm.
1: and I was like, oh, well, we're good for another couple of years till this grows back because <laughs> yeah. it's just, but I mean, and apparently that's how the Indians that lived here used to manage the, manage it is they would set the fires in the, in the Brown spring cover. and, and burn it all out so that it didn't catch fire when it was hot and windy. And they do it in like pack and it's like, well, that's so smart. Why don't we do that anymore?
2: (laughs) I love, I grew up in Seattle where, um, Mm. a lot of, you know, Native American cultures are, and there's still reservations and stuff. And I loved learning the history about how the tribes just did stuff on the land. Like they had it all figured out, Yeah, you know, (laughs) like,
1: yeah, we're, we're, we're real dumb. <laughs> yeah,
2: totally. Like, like, I know. I think my mom was like, oh, I traced our lineage back to the Mayflower. I was like, shut up. Don't tell anyone that. <laughs> Wait, what's, oh, what's your ethnic heritage? Like, what's your background?
1: Um, oh, this is actually fun. So I'm Italian and Irish. Um, oh. And most of my life, I thought I was like three quarters Italian and a quarter Irish and like got my name from the Irish side of the family, right? Yeah. And I don't know why I believed this. For some reason, I thought my dad's mom was like Italian, but it just, I don't know. I just convinced myself of it. Like no evidence. I was just like, because we leaned towards the Italian heritage, right? With but, like
2: food and celebrations. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. okay. So I don't know why I just thought that for some reason. And I said it to my uncle like a couple years ago. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like... <laughs> I'm not going to give out my grandmother's name, but like he said these names. Right. And I was like, Oh yeah. He's like, it's hundred percent Irish like, on this Olahan. side, buddy.
2: Oh, Flanagan. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> so, oh. <laughs>
1: so I'm like, all right, well I'm 50, 50, I guess. Um, and I didn't, I didn't, I never realized it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, funny it's so bizarre to look back at, at those, do you know, like your back history and your ancestry and, and did you ever dig into all that kind of stuff? The stories?
2: A little bit more. My uncle was super into it. Um, and so w- I'm mostly Welsh and English. Okay. And, um, uh, we trace back to, there's still castles in Wales that my family, you know, that's like our lineage is from them, which is really cool. So we got some binder, you know, that yeah. one of my relatives went through and it's cool to look through, you yeah. know, but I was like, also where's my castle timeshare pass? Like, I know, right? uh, let's do this thing. So many um, bad
1: transactions along the way to make you no longer have a castle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, I know. Like but I think that's it. I, we had a lot of like the English um and German ancestors came over and landed in Pennsylvania. So there's like a, a Brister cemetery. We have our oh, own yeah. cemetery.
1: What Would part of what part of Pennsylvania? Because that's where I'm from originally.
2: Are you serious? I'd have to yeah. look it up. Yeah. Um, I don't remember, but um hmm. yeah, I I, I forget that's exactly interesting. where. Beautiful state, Pennsylvania.
1: It it, it is really um especially in the fall. Like it's, it's pretty dope. Um, but, uh, I don't miss it, uh, in a lot of ways, but it, 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 the weather is, is too much. I just, I can't do it.
2: Have you always wanted to move to California? Like, what was that always the thing?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I, I visited, I visited here when I was like 13 and, Mm -hmm. uh, in the summer. So it wasn't even that different really. Um, but I just love the mountains and the ocean and I was just like, that's the spot, you know? Um, so yeah, the, the, the extreme weather of the East coast just drives me crazy. I just don't like it.
2: Cold. I lived in New York for seven years. And, um, I think the last I moved in, I want to say 2011. So some, winter of 2010 was like one of the worst of yeah. uh, winters. And I remember I had a Vespa. I drove a Vespa living in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Oh my God. And it was in a glacier outside my building. So I was like, all right, I'll take the subway. Um, Cause I worked in Soho. And so I'm walking towards the subway and the two blocks it took, my fingers froze and I could okay. hear the subway coming. And I tried to get my subway card out of my wallet, but my fingers were frozen. And so I missed it. I start crying bought a one-way ticket as soon as I got to the office. I was like, I'm moving to, I'm moving to Los Angeles. I'm getting, and I did a month later. <laughs> I was like, so I'm awesome. not doing this.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cause it's brutal there. It's yeah.
1: brutal. I had a similar, I'm done story too. Like I, uh, remember when it would like rain and then freeze and then snow on top of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we had yes. one of the, we had one of those and where I lived in the city, uh, in Philadelphia, parking was like a premium. Like if you, dug out your parking spot, you put a chair there. And if anybody parked in it, you beat them. Like it was mayhem. Like parking was just crazy. Right. So yeah. when you knew a snowstorm was coming, like you dig your spot and all that stuff and get it out. Well, we had one of these crazy rain freeze snow deals. And after digging the car out, I couldn't get in it because there was an inch of solid ice, like probably not an inch, but like a half inch of solid ice covering the car. So like I couldn't get to handles. I couldn't open anything. The only thing I could open was the trunk. So like I l- finally broke through the ice by lifting the trunk and then crawling through like the split of the car seat in the back seat to get in the car, to turn it on, to warm it up. No. And I was like, this is an hour and a half or two hour ordeal before I go to work in the morning. Because of course, you gotta go to work in it, right? So it's it's just like,
2: and you have to crawl through the hole. Isn't that like a hole for skis? Is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So Dude, I was crazy. like, this is so dumb. Like I don't have to live like this anymore. Like it, it like when you're a kid, snow's awesome. When you're mm-hmm. an adult and you have to get places, it's just a giant pain in the neck. Hundred percent. I go to it and I ski. I love it. It's beautiful. I love when it falls the first night and the sound and. There's nothing better than winter Christmas. Like, it's great. Yeah. But oh, the day to day of it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 100%. I know. So, like, yeah. That's so brutal. <laughs> God. I don't like the coldest day here. It's like, you know, not bad. Yeah. But almost and, bundled up. I mean, like, oh, a sweat the house. It's 100%. And you know? A <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You have to.
2: Yeah would you guys travel for the holiday? Do you ever go back east no.
1: for? No, okay. Not anymore. I mean, we moved. I moved out here in two thousand three, mm-hmm. and you know, the first couple years, you're naive, and also flights were way cheaper when I moved out here. You could literally go back and forth for two fifty. You know, you can't even touch it now for like less eight. than five
2: hundred. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, um, it was a little more of a like, well, I'll just fly back and forth. So the early years, we would go back more often, but dude, it would get so brutal. We'd put like a thousand miles on a rental car because you're just like, my family lives in and around Philadelphia. But, you know, it's like, I was like, why are we taking our whole vacation to drive around on the East Coast in the snow and the rain and the, and the fog and all that crap?
0: Put chains
1: so, on the
2: tires, some of that stuff. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is not. Uh, I do not, I don't miss it. I miss the people for sure. Um, yeah. And understand. especially at holidays, like I have big, like I said, big Italian Irish families and, and stuff. I think like my one cousin, I think they, they had this, like they have this restored barn house that they, they built. Cool. And uh, they put in a table and I want to say it's like a 12 or a 16 person reclaimed wood table in their, in their dining room. Like Pretty. they throw down and, but like it's, like big, and there's never enough room. There's still a kid's table and something like, so, yeah you know, I kind some of, the porch,
2: you know, like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I miss, I miss that. Cause you know, I kind of removed my family from that, from that family. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's kind of like, you know, that's kind of sucks. Like when we saw him, when, when we flew back in July, I got to see mostly my whole family. Everybody was in, uh, at the the beach in Delaware. Like my family's kind of migrated to Delaware, uh, beaches. So that was a real surprise. Like a cousin who I hadn't seen in years, who's stationed in Japan and like all this like random family from all over. And that was really cool. Um, but I mean, that's a holiday. That's a special occasion, right? Yeah. It's again, that, that day-to-day living is, is like pretty important. Like, <laughs> Yeah, You know, like,
2: yeah, how fast the weather, how fast things can turn, because you're right. Yeah. I think that's the luxury about living out here is that I never you never have to prepare for the weather, how yeah. you do there, you yeah. know, like, like, okay, I leave my house in one outfit. And I'm gonna have to go to H&M and buy a jacket or a scarf or like a new <laughs> yeah. hoodie. You know, like yeah. I was so into fast fashion then because you mm. leave at eight AM, and then it's like a completely different day by yeah. one o'clock in the afternoon. And if you have to yeah. go somewhere, and it's like, oh god, That's it's so just smart. a whole, it's a whole to do. Yeah. It's
1: like <laughs> there's a lot more stuff to worry. I, I, I think ultimately it comes down to laziness. I'm just like I, I don't want to think about it. I never think about the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, if it rains, you're like, oh yeah, it does that here sometimes. All it's- right
2: nice. We need it. Like say that to everyone. Like, I'm like, we needed it. Didn't we guys? We needed it. And then that's it. No one else talks about it. We're like, where I'm from uh, up in Seattle. It's like, that is the talk of the town. Weather is like the first thing my family on the phone, we talk, I'm like, what's it look like there?
0: Yeah. Cause
2: my parents got married and immediately moved down to Los Angeles. Oh, okay. The sun. And so yeah. they're always like, how is it? Is it sunny? I'm like, it's so sunny. You guys <laughs>
1: like, ah,
2: Dude. Well, you didn't miss it,
1: you know. I finally experienced the Seattle rain uh, a couple of years, like a few years ago. Um, uh-huh. I was there a lot for uh, for work, and the first two times it was like beautiful. I was like, "What are you guys talking about?" Like, you go in the summer? Uh, yeah, I think it was.
2: Isn't yeah. it perfect? Yeah, it's so nice.
1: Yeah, and then and then I was there in December, and oh. I was like. Oh god like just,
2: AF, <laughs> and the
1: rain the power of the rain and the sustainability of the rain like they build walkways between buildings because it's you can't do it like even Philly rain wasn't that bad we'd have thunderstorms and it would be
2: mm-hmm. yucky
1: out or whatever but yeah that was like I was like holy crap man now I get it like yeah and if that's sustained <laughs> for a week or two you'd just be like oh my god but so I
2: want to, I think I drove up last week with my best girlfriend and they were having some record flooding up on the mm, North side yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like, that has to be bad. Cause you're right. Seattle is built for rain yeah. or LA isn't. There's like yeah. no sewers really. So yeah. everything kind of pools up. Yeah. So it's, it's bad if there is, you know, flash floods. And I'm like, what world are we in right now?
1: You know, do you think this would be a good question for you? So do you think that shit is actually more crazy now than ever? Or are we the age when we notice it?
2: I think it's the latter. I think right. we notice it and we have a way to communicate it yeah. with a wide audience. And I think
1: before like they started recording, Nixon and, and stuff, we civil. Don't
2: know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, like I'm thinking of like politically, right? Like Nixon seemed to be a big mess. Like that was oh, a big yeah. deal, right? That was happening. People and the civil rights movement was extremely violent. And, and and crazy. It's like, maybe we're just at the age where we're noticing it and this is our version of it, you know, plus pandemic. We get we get some extra points for pandemic, I think, because yeah. that was, we didn't have one of those for a hundred years, but I think the all the other decades always have something. I mean, sometimes they had to invent something to really make us pay attention like the whole, when you think about it now, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing is terrible. Oh, I know. Given that she was a young girl and he was the president, he was definitely that wasn't a good thing to do. But the fact that that was politically embroiled and out there, and that was our biggest political problem.
2: Oh, it like, was a BJ, not like uh, all the other stuff.
1: At least he wasn't, gonna... at least as far as we know, he wasn't trying to like, you know, tear apart democracy. Like if anything, he was just d- reaping the spoils of the current mm-hmm. democracy, uh, corruption, if you will. But like, yeah. And don't you know, know
2: who else was too? Like Taft, Hoover. We don't know how long yeah. have they had interns? Like, there's so much that you're right could have been going down. <laughs> how long unless they there had was interns. A Linda Tripp, <laughs> colonial interns, just blowing people. But like, you're right. If, what wasn't it Linda Tripp the one who blew the lid off of it all? You know, it's like yeah, even having yeah. the technology to do it. Isn't that just so messed up? I watched that show too, Impeachment. Did you watch it, The American? No. It's, it's not the American Horror Story, but those same guys. It's like Sarah Paulson.
1: It's good. Uh, it's about...
2: Yeah. Really? Um Yeah, it's very good. Sarah Paulson plays... She's great. She's so good. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah. Uh, but kind of going through that whole thing. But you're right. That was the worst thing going on. I, I don't know. Those were the glory days when you think about it. It's like... Dude.
1: He, right? No, it's, I, I, it's really hard to know what to pay attention to and believe. And, and that is so annoying to me. And that's the thing like, that's the thing I miss most about doing shows is hanging out and being able to shoot the shit. Even if we're all just blowing smoke and, and literally talking out of our asses, at least it makes you feel better to be like, yeah, I think this is bananas too. Right.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. Cause it can be isolating and you know, it, it does, there is a weird disconnect you know
1: are you socially awkward now like do you yes. feel like yeah like you too I am I find myself like
2: short-circuiting <laughs> sometimes where I'm like this is normally when you would be okay responding but it just takes me longer I think
1: yeah yeah it's it's um I don't know I don't know what it is I, I was I've been trying to figure out like I guess I've developed something, some kind of like social, mm, I don't even know what it is. It's not anxiety. Like it's just this weird thing that, okay, so here's the example. You're in a grocery store and you see everybody doing their thing. Everybody's wearing masks. There's always a person with it under their nose, which you're like, why bother?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: The one that gets me is the confident, no mask couples that are just, I, I know something about them and I don't want to based on the fact that they're doing that. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And it's hard not to like be judgy. That's the part where I'm just like, I don't want to care about all these people's political stance anymore. Yeah. Right.
2: Back to like not knowing was so nice. Like, cause I do think there's a limit of like knowing too much. You know, and this is where I definitely, this is something I like, like you're saying, kind of shooting this shit with comics, where you can talk about some unpopular opinions. Yeah. Which a lot of comedy can come from that too, where it's like, the, I have an unpopular opinion. I'm going to say it out loud because I'm sure some of you feel the same. Yeah. Where like, our culture right now is so obsessed like the with everyone's sexuality and gender. Mm-hmm. And I get that it's because of visibility. But like, I don't want to, I don't care how anyone else gets off in the bedroom. Like, I think it's weird that we have a culture where celebrities have to put out press releases about, you know, yeah, their genitals. I'm like, I don't care. I, I think it's weird if someone cares about someone else's yeah. sex life. You know, I want to go back to the a time where all that's just private.
1: Well, I, don't I guess it's... So the pendulum has to swing this way so we yes. do get back to not giving a shit. Because mm-hmm. by putting it out there, it's almost like, hey here's this thing we shouldn't give a shit about.
2: Yeah. Let's make it not taboo. I think that's, yeah, that's what it is. It's right. Like, make it normal.
1: And just non-existent you know. anymore. I don't care. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I like- really don't care. I want you to be happy. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Like we had to swing it this far to get the abuse and the secret bullshit that was going, like the, the, God, I feel terrible for people that had to rep- repress their life like that for totally. ever. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're not, I, I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> like where, where yet. It's, but, but I hope having that it vocab- gets there. Right.
2: Yeah. And also having your like vocabulary for it, you know, where it's like, Oh, this is what I'm feeling. There's a word for it. I'm not weird, you know, or I'm not heteronormative. Like this is what I'm into. Yeah. You know, like I was recently did a deep dive about all these different, you know, terms, you know, like, right. Pansexual, sapiosexual, like, heteroflexible. I'm like, this is amazing. You know, I wish, I mean, it would be cool if in sex ed, they might probably now, I don't they're know. Get, cool. They're getting there, but it's so,
1: it's so yeah. controversial when they try to introduce anything.
2: Yeah. You know, that's which true.
1: is, is people trying to hold this information back. It's like, Hey, why do we not like, I'm just realizing this is like, haven't we finally realized that there is a spectrum to every single behavior?
2: Totally. Totally. And like anxiety, even
1: yeah. sexuality.
2: Yeah.
1: And everybody has a unique spot on that spectrum across all of these different things and just like, move on. Like, why are we arguing? Like, yeah. like totally. it's, it's weird, man. It's really mm-hmm. weird. And, and uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know uh, exactly. I basically want to survive long enough through these things to watch what really went down and how they turn out. Cause I think it's really interesting. You know what I mean? Like if you read about history and read about like the way things went down before, you're like, well, I want to see how this one pans out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. seems like an inflection would. point.
2: You're so right. Before it was like, oh, well you're burn them. Like the say them, trials or electrocute them, you know, or put them in a mental institution where it's like, no, no, no one's, Nut, a nut bag. They're just not able to express what's really going on in this society.
1: Yeah. You
2: know? But like how that will be cool. I yeah, I do hope that's in our lifetime, you know, just normalize it all. Just like normalize it so that any, any kid is like so accepted from well, the, the thing.
1: Jump. The thing is, is that I think it takes generations because there's so much indoctrination in the first couple of years of a kid's life so you and i are basically still in unless you choose to change your thinking your programming was was bad your your software was bad right oh yeah we got to upgrade that that whole thing because kids like my kids wouldn't give a shit mm-hmm. because i don't give a shit yeah but my parents and their generation gave a whole big a, a lot of shits. And our grandparents' generation. So the programming was there. Like, honestly, I feel like sometimes this is the first generation, maybe the second generation of of if you if you put it in 10 year brackets or whatever. Yeah. Like th- we're currently, and I was talking about to Jacob Givens about this. Like we're oh, I kind love of Jacob. oh, he's the best. We're like the second generation of fathers to kind of have a role like mm. of like doing all the stuff involved with a kid, you know what I mean? Like
2: yeah. being very being present. engaged no. and present with
1: like maybe the second generation, maybe the second generation, like I'm giving my parents a pass cause they were really cool. So the, um, I can't say they weren't involved, but like they were young parents. So they were kind of on the, on the cusp of it, mm-hmm. but it feels like, And I think Bill Burr has a bit about this, about like how the parents of two generations ago were like on a farm beating the shit out of their kids when they didn't do something right. And it's like, it takes us a while to work that out generationally, right? So Mm -hmm. if there's still people that were raised that way that are like my age, that are perpetuating it on kids currently, it's going to stick. For a large percentage of them until they choose to, you know, wake up to it or, or whatever. So it's almost like we need the woke thing to be really loud and annoying so we get the message and then it can seep in back to, like, normal in a way and forget a, forget about worrying about these things. But, like, yeah. I thought naively, too, that we had done a lot more work from a racial standpoint than it seems like we had. Yeah. So... I'm wrong. I'm, I live on the West coast. It's a little more progressive forward in a lot of ways, in some ways, not learned a lot about that, about like through the whole Trump thing. And and it's like, Holy shit, man. Like I didn't know this many people still had these thoughts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the part that's like, how long is that going to take to wash out? Yeah. Or, I don't know.
2: Like, especially, um, a girlfriend of mine who's black was describing how, She's like, I, I can't go into, like, a beauty store without getting followed. I'm like, that sucks. Like, that sucks. Yeah. You know? I couldn't imagine what that would feel like. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, obviously something that she's so accustomed to, but she doesn't like it. It's annoying. And I'm like, that will be a benchmark, too, where you can just exist and go shopping for your toiletries and not be followed. That would be amazing.
1: It's It's weird. It's one of those things because, like, <clears throat> it's so utopian and not realistic, but like, you know, it's possible, you know, all these things that are being argued about are stupid. And yet we still do like, that's the really frustrating part is like, boy, we'd be in a better spot. Like for example, if biology one Oh one was really understood by everyone, you know, Yeah. I think, I think the more I think about it now, like we have to solve for a lot of these problems with, with, you know, kids and edu- and early, early education, like it's obvious you can program kids to do things and believe things when they're young, they're impressionable, right? So take anything like religion or like organized religion or anything like that. If you get indoctrinated when you're young, it's pretty easy to, to get it in there. Yeah. We're putting the wrong stuff in there for the most part, it seems like in a lot of, in too many ways. And that like, it's like, there's no excuse for that because we have the information now. Like we, there's some things we know there's some accepted fact or accepted, agreed conventions we could maybe get on board. And then you're like, Oh no, we can't. You still have people that believe the completely wrong, crazy things. Like, why are we revisiting abortion? Like, I don't understand this.
2: That's my biggest question. I'm like, can we, can we just literally let this one go? It's also, a. it's also a, Health issue, it should not be politicized. It's very much about someone's private health, you know
1: the only a woman's
2: health issue specifically, but it's also like an you know
1: I, I think of it like this, right? So you have to strongly, 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 strongly believe something to do paperwork. Yes, right.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: these folks that are taking it to this level really must believe in what they're doing there seems to be no other excuse it's just that it's a it's a bad logic right so it's great that they believe that much it's great that they're that diligent and they care that much but like you gotta go to the next level which is like but the mother is a person too right so so if I I, I, i don't know we're not going to solve it but it's just it's like why are we revisiting some of these things it really makes me upset
2: yeah i totally agree it feels very antiquated yeah. and irrelevant you know i was like there's a lot of other things
1: you yes. know aren't there that, other things we could be doing yeah more
2: than like what that stranger chooses to do in their own family planning like it's
1: none of my business you but know if you extend it out right it's like i like if you really believe that no it shouldn't occur. Every ba- every baby should be born, like right. Yeah. You also then have to believe in taking care of the people who have the babies, hundred percent, and the babies themselves once they're out. Mm-hmm. Like then you have to put the support programs in place to make sure that that's okay. The mental health, uh, the 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 financial, the medical, but that doesn't get solved, and quite and that's probably the easier one to solve, right?
2: yeah like definitely
1: if you had universal healthcare for example the medical part would kind of be taken care of right mm-hmm. uh, it's it's the logic flaws are just so annoying to me
0: <laughs>
1: that yeah. i'm just like oh my god like i i go in these spurts of not watching the news and then and then tuning in for a minute and just be like oh and that's when i saw this omicron thing and i was like are they just trying to, what, what are they, what are they trying I'm to out.
2: do? Yeah. Are, they, are they
1: out of things to talk about? I you know? think
2: maybe, you know, that's what I feel like when I look at the news too. I'm like, also I can tell I'm getting older. Cause I don't know who any of these celebs are, right, you know, right. like in the tabloids. I'm like, I don't know what this person is. I'm Madison Klein. I don't know. <laughs> Am I supposed to know who this is? I'm old. I guess I'm just old. Well, you it's know? so
1: dispersed now too. I mean, yeah. being a celebrity now is an extremely diverse group of of places you can be a celebrity. Like, mm-hmm. there are people who are, there's thousands of people more probably who are TikTok famous who, right. I have no idea who they are, but they're legitimately making money. People know who they are. They get recognized. Like, it's like, huh, interesting. You know? Yeah. Like, it, it's, uh, it's, 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 kind of a cool opportunity for people who are good and creative, I guess. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you do TikTok at all?
2: No, I downloaded it, but I've never made one. Do
1: you do it? I don't, I haven't made any, but I do look at it. Uh, my, well, again, it's Jacob Givens fault. He got, he went viral on TikTok and he's doing really well on TikTok, um, with this really cool thing about like nineties music. Um, and so I like the first things I watched was his TikTok. I was like, oh, "That's really interesting." And then, then I started studying it as like a, as a social experiment. Like, what's going on here? Because it is bananas. It's pretty insidious. Like, if you're, I can't encourage you to go on it. Actually, like
2: but the trends are so quick. You know, like I have a niece who like stays up on it, yeah, and so she'll yeah. send me stuff. So I'm like, okay. I see what's going on, but it just, it changes so rapidly.
1: But if you oh. have the app and you take in the app, um, what I'm saying is it is like extremely powerful. It's like a drug. It's oh. pretty It's pretty brutal. It hijacks your brain pretty effectively. Um,
2: really? Yeah. Talk oh. about
1: making time disappear. Like it's it's gnarly. It's gnarly. Um, it. But it's also really cool. It's very useful uh, for mm-hmm. creators and stuff. It's like there's never been a better opportunity. Like you know, I, I, from a business comedy standpoint, you would probably crush it on there. Um, with so many of your topics, like oh, the, cool. seri- the, the podcast you had, you could re-release it on TikTok, and it would be insane. Um, in bits and wow. pieces, you know what I mean? Like recut and just put it out there like that. Your, uh, your lifetime experience and this, the, the oh, yeah. you know, You are like an authority on those types of movies, and those movies have huge fan bases. Like, you would probably be a fucking celebrity on there, also. I'm just saying
2: that's career advice. I'm totally gonna do that.
1: (laughs) But be careful, like, literally set a timer on it on yourself because you will get lost. Because I'm trying to study it and I get lost. Mm, I'm like, fuck, like, it got me, bastard. And I, like, it's. mm -hmm. It's biology.
2: That is that is interesting. Back to your point, too, about, like, the biology. I feel very much, like, the caveman stuff is very interesting. Like, I was always more into that anthropology and, like, studying those things. Like, oh, yeah, why do we do the things we do? What makes us tick, you yeah. know? And I think that's a lot of the key, too, to understanding even, I don't know, like our need for community, for example, that's why this pandemic was so hard. Yeah. People being isolated. Like we're not used to that. Yeah. You know, I've never gone that long without real social interaction, you know? Yeah. And everyone's like very, I, what I do like about it is everyone's very open about their mental illness now. Yeah. They weren't before. They're like, I am not okay. And like, yeah. I love that. That's a good
1: thing. People that's are okay. Thing.
2: with, yeah. And like myself included, I I wouldn't, you know, unless someone's like super close to me, I'm not like, oh, this is what's going on. And now I'm like, I don't sleep anymore. This is hard, but I love my life, but I, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you, pick,
2: do you pick up mm-hmm. any pandemic habits? Anything new? Um, habits or hobbies, I guess I should say.
1: Well, I mean, I, I definitely have gone fully back into music. Like I'm playing drums cool. all the time. Um, Mm-hmm. Actually, Jacob Givens and I are starting a 90s cover band. Yes. What are you
2: going to call it?
1: So the tentative name is That Grunge Band because you're nice. going to be, hey, can we go see That Grunge Band? Um, mm-hmm. And also the letters TGB in like the STP logo kind of thing. It's more of like a marketing deal. Um, and it's the band that I had for five years, me, the guitar player and the bass player. And then with Jacob, and he's fucking awesome. He's like a really good singer. He's a great showman, front man, plays plays rhythm yeah. guitar, and he's like, since he has this nineties TikTok trend, mm-hmm. like, why not? Like, yeah. it's so fun. It's so fun. So, um,
2: oh yeah, well, I I would come to the show. Yeah, I would, like Wonderwall, right? Just like get <laughs> it all out there, dude. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, so. I'm comfortable with that because I was like, we can play outside. We can play shows outside. I will play Mm -hmm. outdoor venues Mm because I can't see cramming people into a a room yet. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, I haven't been to an indoor. I went to the Hollywood bowl to see Van Morrison, mm. but that was the same thing. You show your card masks. Yeah. yeah. It was also like, this is outside. It felt outside. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Outside is fine.
2: Yeah. But yeah, Um, I I haven't been inside yet.
1: I just don't, I just, I'm not ready. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, so definitely got more into music. Um, I was running very consistently, but like I've, I've had two injuries, one knee injury and like a foot injury that like keep me,
2: wow. take planter me fasciitis? out for like
1: six weeks. I think that may have been what was going on with my foot. Um, a heel
2: spur. of some, I run I, also.
1: I think it was planter. It was like, I don't know, like, like when I would strike on my heel, it would hurt in the middle till that's I hit it. the front. Yeah.
2: So, so painful.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that kind of blow blew and that's just mm-hmm. now starting to go away. So I think I'll be able to run again here shortly, but I think I want to do something less, uh, punishing. Cause I used to, uh, run always on a treadmill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and yeah. since the pandemic, I'm not going to the gym and I just started running outside, but mm-hmm. it's on the street is, is, is beating me up a little bit. And I think that's why I'm getting these these injuries um more than i did because I like for 10 years i ran on a treadmill basically every day without incident yeah um, and, a little bit of
2: a push to it
1: yeah, yeah so two years on the on the pavement not well 18 months on the pavement just like geez plus i'm old you know like it, it starts it to break cool? down no,
2: you can totally feel it the knees you're right they're the first ones to go
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah so, i'm running griffith on a trail okay it's dirt dirt yeah and that's sand.
1: not as bad i think yeah. Is that that's hilly though? No,
2: it is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Were you out there when Adele did her concert?
2: I was there that morning and they already started shutting everything down, you know, to oh, yeah. block yeah. it off. And they're like, you got to go this way. And I was like, what? so I had to go d- down by the Greek. Um, but yeah, that's Supposedly where I run. You
1: could hear it if you were up there.
2: Oh, cool. Did you watch yeah. it? Um, I did. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Unbelievable.
2: It was so cool. Yeah. She, she's fantastic.
1: Yeah. She rules. Bigger. I mean, yeah. and so funny and so like just yeah. natural, you know, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: I loved how when she would finish a song, she would just start like giggling, you know, like, yeah, like, like, like she, like she didn't just blow the doors off of that place. Like.
2: Yeah. She's having un- fun. You tell she's like having a blast. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. She's Uh-oh. great
2: all these powerhouse divas are going through divorces. Wasn't Kelly Clarkson also
0: mm-hmm.
2: Adele. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, that's the other thing too, with the pandemic. You know, people I don't are, know that many couples that split during it. I know more that actually got together hmm. that way.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a test dude. Yeah. It's a, and, and I think people are just like, uh, to your point, like starting to deal with mental recognizing like, Hey, this is the deal and I'm not going to put up with shit anymore. Or, mm-hmm. you know, this is how it is, or I'm going to go get this fixed, or I'm going to go explore, <laughs> explore this. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's, this should be a, an awakening, you know? And I, I hope it is. It's just, it's taking longer than I wanted it to, 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 to get through it, I guess. You know what I mean?
2: I do. I know. Cause I, uh... It doesn't feel like it was going to ever last this long. And that's what if it
1: wasn't this long, we might not care as much. Maybe, maybe it has to be this long so we actually do learn. If mm-hmm. it would have been, if it would have been three weeks, we would have completely forgotten it by now. Hundred percent. You know, like 100%. oh yeah, I mean, that thing. I mean, the
2: airplanes.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, like the yeah. fact that they clean all this stuff, I think is a is a solution in itself. You know, just can't hurt as, like, passing stuff around.
1: It can't hurt. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I I look forward to it being somewhat behind us uh, in that it's not possessing our every thought and conversation because you just can't get away. You just can't yeah. get away. I've tried so hard to get away and I just can't get away. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it impacts everybody and that's like a a global phenomenon. You can go anywhere in the world now and talk to any person in the world and and we all had this experience. Like that's pretty... That's pretty crazy. Even wars weren't like that, you know. Like, yeah, you might have known the war was happening, but if you didn't have it in your location or whatever, it wouldn't.
2: We're getting letters back it. from you know, as a relative or, you know, yeah. a loved one. Like so that crazy. is just a wild time to think about. You know, you hear those stories about you know couples who you know fell in love and then he gets shipped off to war and then you're just writing letters back and forth and like yeah. that is wild.
1: Did you know? You, did you watch Rome on HBO by any chance?
2: No, but I heard it's amazing. Is it really cool?
1: Um it looks a it's a, it's good. It's old older though. So like it it's pre Game of Thrones, so I feel like they got even better.
2: Oh, yeah. For
1: Game of Thrones, but um it it's good. It, it was just interesting uh because the <sighs> The reckless abandon with which people would just disappear and like kill each other that they portray in there, like, just bananas. Like yeah. <laughs> these soldiers would just be gone, and then like, at least in the show, I mean, I can't imagine it was that different. Like people just walk up to people and just fucking stab them and just throw them off on the ground, and eh. mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I guess he's dead. <laughs> like well, we no don't way. know, have no way to tell. Yeah holy shit just like time to a horse and slap the horse and the horse runs off they're gone it's just like whoa dude what yeah even
2: yeah you're right like the i think even back to this like your point about the spectrum like that people also exist on a spectrum of evil or good and i think that's something that i've realized with age i don't because i grew up very presbyterian okay you know but i was and and so You know, they tell you this thing like, oh, everyone has like a good heart. And I'm like, no, they don't. Mm -hmm. Not everyone, people, some people actually have bad hearts, you know, and they're evil and abduct people, you know? I don't know. That's the kind of stuff I think about during, because I've been watching a lot of documentaries (laughs) (laughs) more than ever, you know? I'm like, oh gosh, there's some like dark stuff. Like, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, that's the, uh, the yin-yang kind of deal too is like it's all balanced but you don't want to think that there's a balance of the bad but there there is I mean so the pandemic's a perfect example there are people who know who know for sure that the vaccine isn't bad because they got it and then they say it's bad and, yeah. they re- and they rail against it like everybody on Fox News to be on Fox News is vaccinated so yeah. He, what are you talking about? Why are you talking about, why are you perpetuating this story? The people who are anti-vax, actually, for the most part, like, before the, this vaccine, but, like, the regular, yeah. like, polio kind of vac those type of people.
2: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: They knew they were wrong. But mm-hmm. it also sold books for those individuals who were like, yeah, fuck it. I don't, I have no screw, I have no morals, I have no no ethics, I'm I'm just gonna...
2: Sell my soul. Say
1: this is wrong. So,
2: I mean, Fox News in general, talk about a terrifying organization. Like,
1: all the news. I think all the news is broken, irreparably broken.
2: Totally. Yeah.
1: um, It's it's, uh, sad, but like, we really need, I I think it's going to end up being citizen journalism, you know, that kind of rises to, to, keep it out there but that requires that the platforms exist and don't censor so like, we have this really weird we're riding this really weird tightrope uh you know mm-hmm. um and i i hope we we come out of it correctly and uh i don't know if we're like i said i don't know if we're hypersensitive to it too because we're we're here we're paying attention we're mm-hmm. i don't know it's really weird. It's In a certain time. It's a, it's a weird time, Cause right. man.
2: Like, Cause you're right. It went to, I mean, I think the internet too is part of what changed that with newspaper the, like the concept of clickbait
1: yeah.
2: didn't exist. Yeah. And that's such a thing now that drives organizations where it's yeah. like, Oh God, it's like, who has the, that's gotta go. Yeah. That's gotta go. There can't be this like click to pay. You know what I mean?
1: There's, there's a good promise of, of reform there. I think, um, I don't know if you've heard Tristan Harris talk about this, but like, he's, he was one of the early guys, I think at Facebook or Google, um, who's come out. He did that movie, The Social Dilemma. Um, Oh, great movie. Yeah. So he, he's working diligently to like raise awareness of, of like, we should be using the social networks for good, you know, and, and not knowingly programming, programming them to make, money through disruption, right. And through bad incentive. So, um, Mm -hmm. I, I do have hope for that. Um, it's just like, I think this weird battle of good and evil has always been going on. Uh, and, and you just, I don't know if there's anything you can do about it. It all seems so stupid, especially now that we have a global pandemic, right. Mm -hmm. The whole concept of countries is kind of stupid. Yeah. Like how do totally. you guys have a vaccine and we don't have a vaccine? How come we have a vaccine and you don't have a vaccine? Like we're all on this planet. That's why Shatner was crying when he came back down from blue blue origin. He's just like
2: yeah. fuck. <laughs> like right?
1: Um
2: Shatner, that's so funny. <laughs> You're right. I think and and that's a part of it that was even really disturbing early on. You know, I think like Canada didn't have the vaccine till yeah. way yeah. after us and it's like why? There's so much traffic that goes back and forth. It's like, I mean, because of money, you know?
1: Yeah. they are dumb rules that we don't need in certain instances. Like, Hey, maybe this one shouldn't be country based. Maybe this one should just be human based. Like Mm -hmm. you guys know how to make it. Cool. Okay. Everybody pull their money, give them the money, build it, send it, ship it. Like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's regulatory hurdles. Um, it's really, it's, I don't know it's weird man it's weird that and <laughs> when you think about how many musicians and like artists have put this message out into the world thinking that my my song will fi- it'll finally get through right like they'll finally Bob Marley was like they're finally gonna get it yeah one mm-hmm. love right they're finally gonna get it and the, and just like mm,
2: imagine dude. yeah yeah
1: dude oh, the beatles documentary did you watch it did you watch
2: the, no, I haven't seen it yet. Is it on Netflix?
1: It's on what's Apple TV, I want to say. Okay, yeah. Get get back. Um mm-hmm. it was fascinating. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet how I feel about it because um it was really long, six hours, six and a half hours basically, all told. Um really interesting. It was an interesting look into their their the Beatles, you know, and, and as iconic as they are. And there's some really cool moments where like you see them write the song, like you see, you hear the song come alive. And it's like knowing what the song sounds like. It's a really cool concept because you have the let it be record. So you know what it sounds like and you're watching them go through the process of writing and recording, let it be. So you hear them strike a chord that you knows the right one, and you're like, "Oh, that's when they figured it out, and it's like, "Fuck, that's awesome, but it took like four hours to get to get there <laughs> on the funny. show right and edit
2: it even you right, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so um, I think he had like sixty hours worth of footage or something to go through, so um you know it's it's just interesting to see you know a snapshot of life at that time in the sixties and what was going on and so much smoking, so many cigarettes. Just like, fuck, man. All the time. It's in TV, too. Like, we went to see Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters over break. And uh-huh. uh, to prep, I watched the old Ghostbusters to yeah. just be like, let me refresh on this. They're smoking in there. Like, the Ghostbusters were smoking. Like, Bill Murray with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, Dan Aykroyd. I was like... I've not watched that since the
2: 90s. Yeah.
1: Like, so long. It has no relevance to the story whatsoever that they smoke. Yeah. But, but you're
2: right. That was such a fixture. I mean, I mean, or even like the bowling alley when they outlawed smoking, it was like, this is weird. This is where people go to smoke. Yeah. Yeah. The bowling alley to like rip cigs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> God, that's so interesting. And those days yeah, are gone, you
1: yeah, know? Yeah. And, and good riddance. Like I, I remember when I was in the band in the nineties, we would play and b- clubs were covered. Like it was, it was so thick you couldn't even see. Yeah. Cigarette smoke, like. And, and you have to wash when,
2: your clothes after because it's a certain reek.
1: Yeah. Unless you smoke, then you don't smell it. Yeah. So <clears throat> like, I remember when they stopped it in the city, uh, in Philly, they, they banned cigarettes in, in clubs right mm-hmm. before, like in, I don't know, late, maybe in the late nineties. Cause I think I went back for a show and I was like, Oh wow. It's weird that you can't smoke in here anymore. I can uh, see, I can see. The yeah. Signs. yeah. 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 <laughs> And, uh, we're just, we're just dumb monkeys, man. I think we, we, we're slow to learn as a, as a society. It's really frustrating, but.
2: Yeah. I know. Even nice. now, like when I go to the, like the lady doctor was like, okay, do you smoke? And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, good. Thank you. And I was like, I mean, even if I, but what if I did? I don't, cause I have some friends who I only have like two holdout friends who still yeah. smoke cigarettes and yeah. then the ones who smoke only when they're hammered. Yeah. Which I respect it. Like live your life. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's such a thing. I don't know. I have a cigar, a partially smoked (laughs) cigar, which those are, like, heavy. You know? I'm saving the rest of it for Christmas Eve. Light up. Um, But I never was into... I never was really into drugs. I don't know why I have to admit that on the pod. (laughs) But, like, I was, like... Oh, sorry, my dog has a Santa toy that squeaks. I should have (laughs) removed that before the pod. Um, Uh, Who cares? But, like, I'm... I think during the pandemic, I tried more <clears throat> drugs than I ever had.
1: Oh, huh, good for you. because
2: I'm not out doing stand-up. I was not, <laughs> you know, doing drugs and going performing. But um, I think I can say this out loud that I have done mushrooms now. Can I say that? Is that illegal? Uh,
1: I don't think, I, I don't know what they are in here. They're legal. In you, were in you were in Oregon or yeah. Washington where they're legal, so sure.
2: Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so th- yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was in Washington trying mushrooms and it was nice I had like two caps you know I mean I'm 37 I can admit that also and I, I was like cool
1: you you gotta you gotta dig a little deeper into my background I'm on the board of directors for the multidisciplinary for uh, Association for psychedelic studies so
2: support I support that
1: yeah compass pathways is doing psilocybin maps is doing uh, MDMA right now uh, for for PTSD awesome yeah. Oh, so it's fantastic. Yeah, I I strong, strong believer in in psychedelics as a as a ancient healing method for humans. I've
2: yeah. heard that about LSD also. I've yet to try it, but I mean the Beatles, right? Did they love LSD?
1: Yeah, it, that's that's what they said. I mean LSD well, la- <laughs> LSD lasts a long time.
2: Oh, it does. More than it's a
1: it's a long trip. Like if 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 mushrooms are six hours, LSD is like twelve. Oh. Which is a long, 11. it's a long time. I It, it's, it was never my favorite.
2: Yeah. yeah. Have you done Ayahuasca? No. I haven't either.
1: That's a, that's a, that's a big, that's a big, that's a 24 hour, 48 hour commitment. I, I can't, yeah. I got responsibilities.
2: <laughs> I oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and you are to like yeah. go get a guide and like, <clears throat> I don't know, shit yourself and barf. And I'm like, eh, nah, really try yeah. some of the good stuff.
1: Yeah. I think, I think there's something to be said for all of these compounds when used correctly. And and we've, we've kind of like, we're finally getting our arms around probably how they should be used and, and, uh, you know, making sure that people are safe and making sure people are using the right doses and the right intentions and the right set and settings. People are taking advantage of, of, of the, the hype a little bit and, and just running off to Peru and shit. And it's like, we need to legalize this. We need to regulate this. We need to make sure it's safe and just be smart about it. It doesn't have to be this scary, crazy thing. It's like, no, this is ancient shit. Like basically the (laughs) metabolization of, of ayahuasca is, is, you know, similar to other uh, uh, psychedelic compounds in chemical form. So, you know, they, they did what they had to do in, in the, in in the rainforests of, of, you know, Mexico and Peru and all these places where they, they figured it out. But yeah. humans need mental resets and, and mental health, you know.
2: Totally agree. That's cool about the PTSD also. I'm sure that's yeah. great for unlocking other layers that have been blocked, yeah. you know, just from our own, like, back to the biology, like the survivor instinct, yeah. you know, how you just put up a wall biologically yeah. to survive. Yep. So, that's very yeah. cool, man
1: yeah it's 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 interesting stuff um I think mental health and education for kids are are the key and it's just gonna take a long time to yeah switch switch the script i think but uh
2: mm-hmm. but you right. like a interesting byproduct of all this is that like you said everyone's talking about it everyone's yeah you know yeah it's in it's in the the conversations where before it really wasn't yeah. you know
1: so I have hope I have. Yeah. Hope. And, and also conversations long, like this. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, same. No, I love it. Cause like, even just thinking back to like, how many times have we gone into work with like a really bad cold or flu like symptoms, but you have yeah. to go to work and now it's yeah. nice. It's just, nope, you yep. stay home, you know, work remotely, which everyone really can. Yeah. Like I, that's a great byproduct of all this.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Freedom. Mm-hmm. People can live where they need to live and yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be yeah. interesting. But uh listen, I gotta jump. I gotta yes.
2: Thank you so take much care for of the, the kiddos.
0: Yeah. Dude,
1: I really miss chatting with you and um but the world will come back. I'll see you again soon. Um yes. let's not let a year go by. Um and uh 100%. Know, let's do it again soon and and uh I'll I'm sure I'll see you on TikTok now.
2: Yes, I gotta, I gotta start it up. Yes, got I gotta it. go. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Matt.
1: Yeah, it's really good oh, seeing nice. you, Jenna. Be good and, uh, and, and I don't know, stay safe and mentally stable. Yes, <laughs> ditto,
2: and have a good holiday.
1: Yeah, Christmas, dude. Merry Christmas.
2: Yes, Merry Christmas.